Hey you, you multifaceted being. My name is Jennifer Larkin and I'm the host of the Attracting Abundance podcast. I am a multi-business owner of a sustainable online boutique, a social media management business, and I'm a full-time fashion model. I have a lot going on and most of us do. So follow along this podcast to learn all about business hacks, all about sustainability, and really just anything that comes to mind because all of us are very multifaceted, like I said. Thanks for being here. This episode is brought to you by Ava the Label. Ava the Label is my one-stop shop sustainable boutique and I sell products like activewear that's made from reusable water bottles to things like candles and my best-selling product which is the Protector Energy hoodie that comes in light blue and pink as of right now. You can use code Jenny15 for 15% off your order. This could just be one time use you have to just at least make a purchase of one item and it cannot be combined with other offers hey guys i just wanted to preface that this episode is very long and it is very very detailed so if you are really needing help with this sort of stuff i would recommend just honing in getting a notebook out or using your notes app on your phone or your computer and really taking advantage of and having no noise around you when you're listening or i would break it up into parts so that you don't get distracted by other things and you can actually absorb all the information Hey guys, welcome back to the Attracting Abundance podcast. This is season two, episode 14. My name is Jennifer Larkin. Thanks for being here if this is your first time or welcome back if it isn't. I decided that I am going to start changing the way that I format the episodes of this podcast. So I had basically put a TikTok up and asked people what they thought. And I kind of already, like I have said in the past, like when you ask the question and then you get the feeling, like when you're asking it or if they say it and it like affirms or doesn't affirm what you're thinking, like that's best case scenario. So I was basically already thinking like I'm not loving how I'm structuring the way that I name the episodes. Like it works for my brain to be like, and I think it in the beginning it was like, okay, well, if I do it per season... I only have 15 episodes to record, so, like, cool. That's doable. But if I was, like, okay, I just have two a week for the rest of my life, like, the rest of this podcast, then that's a lot. So it was, like, just more to get out of my own way and just, like, make it happen. But I feel like moving forward, I do like when other podcasts structure, like, oh, this is season, like, 500 or whatever, you know? Let's make it more attainable. Like, this is season 100 or whatever. So I'm going to start doing that after the next episode is literally the end of what I wanted to do. So I'm going to hit 15 episodes, which is awesome. And I'm so glad I just like, like I keep saying like just went for it. Um, so yeah, I'm just going to after like episode 15, I'm just going to like cut the seasons and just like add up all the ones that I did in the past plus the bonus episodes and just start from like, okay, probably episode like 35 it would probably be. So yeah, that sounds good for me. I hope that's good for you. So let's just get into it. I wanted to start out by talking to you guys about, I'm just going to call them a sponsor, basically. I've decided that I'm, none of these brands reach out to me, but I'm going to start just giving you guys my own discount codes that I have as an influencer. And if you want to buy them and if you want to use my code, then awesome. If not, then it's fine. We're growing, you know, but I just did a like in-kind gesture exchange with a facialist uh, or esthetician, I guess. And um, I went to her you know, spa in Old City. I talked about it in the recent episode, like the bonus bonus episode, and it's called Victoria Roggio Beauty. And I wanted to let you guys know that if you guys go there, ask for Victoria or Monica. If you ask for Victoria, it's going to be a little bit more expensive because she is the owner, but I did, I had my facial done by Monica and she was incredible. 
literally so amazing, so nice, so easy to talk to. Like, she was very educational. It was very comfortable. She's also just, like, really an amazing esthetician. So she was, like, really great with the facial massage and everything. And she was explaining everything to me. So I really enjoyed that. And let them know that I sent you. And then also, if you're feeling up to it, you can ask to get your nails done by appointment only. And Christina can come in and get your nails done. She also did my nails and they look honestly amazing. Like, the technique, I was telling her, like, the technique that she was doing was, like, something I had never gotten done before in terms of cutting my cuticles. And I was like, this is incredible because I keep going to the same place that I've been going forever and they keep cutting my goddamn cuticles and it's like so painful. And I was like, I have PTSD, like I cannot get my cuticles cut anymore. So definitely do that. And I wanted to let you guys know the facial that I got. It's called the Timeless Facial. Again, it's an old city. I think I said that though. And I just want to write, read out what the facial is off their website. So it says, aging happens to all of us. We believe in building resilience in the skin so that it can age with grace. A combination of hydrating mass, toning microcurrent, and smoothing and brightening exfoliators target fine lines, wrinkles, age, and sunspots. Combined with sculpting manual massage, your skin will appear more lifted and toned. Your esthetician will also advise you on preventative steps to take for premature aging skin. Yes, that's exactly what happened. Incredible. And then I want to talk about the two products that I bought, kind of touched on in the last episode, but just, this is just wrapping up the, you know, this, this sponsor that I'm having. So it's Biologique Recherie. It's French guys. I'm trying. And I bought the lotion P50 in the mask of Vivant or Vivant. And the only thing about the lotion P50 is you cannot buy it on their website unless you've had a consultation because there's just like certain things in it that they And I think this really speaks to like the elevation of this brand is they will not give you this product because they want to make sure that you're using it properly before you buy it. So go check it out. Victoria Rogio Beauty. Ask for moniker Victoria for your facial and let them know that I sent you. So let's get into it. I had a question and then I'll get into my three good things because, you know, trying to stay consistent with that. How would you guys want me to be sharing like products that I'm loving, like genuinely loving? So sure, it could be brand like collabs or partnerships or whatever, but like products that I'm actually just using and really like and products that I've been using like for a long time. So I feel confident sharing like, do you guys want blog posts where I can link things and link my like affiliate codes or like in stories? Should I have a highlight? Should I do a like to know it? Like, do you guys even want me to be posting about discount codes? Like, What are you guys feeling? Because I feel like it's like, I love to share about things. I love to give, you know, tips of, I do this in my daily life anyways, like all the time, if I really believe in a product or a brand. And of course, like I, this is my job. Like I need to be making money. So it's like, I could be making affiliate money from the product. So let me know what you guys think. And, you know, I'll start doing whichever one that you'd like. I also was thinking like, Obviously, this is smaller now, but I know I have some people, as I can see from the analytics, that are constantly coming back and watching. Like, how do you guys want to communicate? Should I be putting out, like, a weekly Google form or something where you can ask questions? Do you want to DM me? Like, what feels like the most comfortable as I'm growing for that and for you guys to give me advice and stuff besides, like, writing me a review or something? So let me know. Again, I'm, like, asking the question of the thing that you guys have to do Like, you guys have to ask me to tell me. So it's, like, that's the way I'm trying to ask. So I feel like DMs are just, like, comfortable. Like, they're a safe safe space. Like, no question is a stupid question. So let me know. Um, Probably DM or email for now is great. And my three good things. So the first good thing is that 
I literally woke up at 6.43 this morning. Like, I don't even know. I don't know what my body was doing, but it was it was very, it was good. It was great. It was like, Jenny, we're getting up. We're getting things done today. Let's go. And I was like shocked by that because I've been super jet lagged from like going, you know, coming back from the UK, getting right back to work, being crazy busy, and then going to LA two weeks in a row and like having two red eyes and just being like not caught up on sleep at all. And I feel like I'm finally caught up on sleep again. And, you know, getting that facial was amazing and everything. And then just a side note, because, you know, this week's first episode was about the modeling thing. As I've gotten older, I've gotten to a place where I'm like, I'm over just like the assumptions that everybody is on the same page and that all models should like know everything because it's just not true. Like there's a lot of assumptions that happen in this industry of like just nobody really tells you how to pose. You just kind of like show up and they assume that you know how to pose. So anyways, that that's irrelevant. But I was going to say that for the longest time I was like, okay, well, I'm getting paid like a lot of money to do this. So I'm just going to do anything they ask of me. And then kind of put my like uncomfortability to the side. And now that I'm older, I'm like, just absolutely not. Like the money's obviously very worth it, but it's like my physical pain level and like my mental health is worth way more than that. And I do suffer from some back pain and like neck pain. And I'm, that's why I'm trying to, I suffer from it. Like I don't have back pain because it's like, I'm getting rid of it. It's all good. I, I like, I manage it really well, but when I fly, it definitely inflames it. And if I'm driving a lot and sitting a lot, and especially with a red eye when I'm like all, you know, just, you cannot sit for like five hours perfectly with your spine straight. It's just like impossible, especially when you're trying to sleep. So what I'm trying to say is that I want to tell you this so that you know that this is an option to ask. So I emailed my agency and I was like, hey, like I know that the client only has like this much of a budget for travel, but like I really cannot be doing these red eyes. Like they're screwing me up, especially like back to back. And if this is going to be a consistent client, like I just cannot be flying red eyes once a week. So I was like, can I please just like book a hotel for like the night that I work? So like I fly in the day before, sleep in a hotel, go to the job, have the red eye. And I was like, can I just, you know, have one more night in a hotel? I'll fly out the next morning. And they were like, yeah, totally but it just will cost me money out of my rate. So like either the client will take off the rate or they'll probably just, the agency will just pay for the hotel and then like take off the money from my payment. And it's like at the end of the day, what is like an extra $200 off the rate versus me like literally screwing up my sleep schedule for like the next seven days and having like horrible back pain. It's just like not worth it for me. So anyways, long wrap around, that was like a total tangent, but woke up today. I just got, oh, this was another thing I wanted to talk about. I guess this is another good thing. And I was going to make a TikTok about it, about like manifestation and stuff. Because when I was in the UK, I was going to this amazing gym. Like if you ever are in the UK for at least a month, you need to get a membership at this place called Third Space. It's like probably the nicest gym I've ever walked in. It's probably like equivalent to like an Equinox situation. Oh my God. I wish I had one around me. It's literally amazing. It was just one of the most, one of the bigger splurge I, splurges I've, you know, not ever. I mean, I definitely love to spend money, but it was amazing. It made my trip so much better, I think, because I was so consistent with like working out and I was doing like the sauna every day and swimming and I was so freaking calm. Like I had no anxiety at all. And it just made me have a really good routine while I was there. So anyways, the point being is that they had one of the, you know, 
I guess it's called like a percussion, um, like massage gun type of thing, but they had a hyper ice. And I know a lot of people know of the Theragun, but they had a hyper ice and it was, I used it all the time. I was using it on my back, on my neck, on my shoulders, and it helped my back pain so much. So when I got home, I was like, I need one of these things. Like I've seen them, I've gotten them done like professionally at like this wellness place I go to with like a professional stretcher and they use it, whatever. And I was like, I need to get one. So I was like doing, you know, a bunch of different research of like comparing different brands and everything. And one of the top brands is called ProFit. And I, I've just been like sitting on it. Like I've just been like, okay, I don't know which one I want to get yet. And then I go to Norgem Rack the other day and there's literally like a mini ProFit for like $40 because it like it's on sale because it's like no one is buying it. So it's just been like literally the price has been cut in half. So I'm like, oh my God. I'm getting this. It's $40. Like, that's incredible. So I used it this morning and like, game changer, like such a game changer. It just like shakes everything up. It's such deep muscle work. And I just was like, great start to my day. So then I went to the gym because I've been telling myself I wanted to do this and I haven't done it since I got home just because of like really excuses, like just not making time for it and being too tired and like I'll explain in a second, but I went to the gym and I literally just went on the treadmill, did like a five, like, what what would I say? Like 5.0 incline. And then like, I was walking at a speed, like 3.5, which again, I'm like six feet tall. So I walk really fast. And I just like had my phone, had my headphones in, had my iPad. And I was like going on Instagram, checking my emails, doing the TikToks, editing TikToks, like editing pictures, putting stuff in my scheduler app, like all this, all this stuff that I do in the morning, but I usually just do it in bed, but I usually do it in bed while I'm like having my smoothie or having my like liquid IV or liquid IV, no, liquid gold from Symbiotica with like hot water and lemon. So I just replaced that like habit and just like went to the gym and walked and did that, which I think was so much more effective because one, I just feel like I'm like, great, I got my steps in. One hour, I step walked like 5,000 steps, got all this stuff done that I already have to do every day, came back, made the tea thing, made the smoothie, all good. So that was like, long story long, that was one of the good things. And then of course I got this facial and I feel like a new freaking person. And then the last good thing, even though I already said a million things, is that I'm getting my hair cut at 6.30, so I need to speed this along, um, which is great. And then tomorrow I have my digitals. I have not seen my New York agencies for, I could not even tell you the last time I saw them because of COVID and not living in New York anymore and then going away. So I'm getting fresh digitals taken, which I just realized I did not put in that modeling episode. Again, I'll probably, I'm going to be talking about modeling a ton, like, really like maybe like shorter form episodes about specific topics and defining them and whatever. But one of the things is digitals and it's basically just like fresh images of yourself so that they can send it to clients to show like, what's your hair look like? What's the length? How's your skin look? Like how toned are you? Like, have you lost any weight? Have you gained any weight? Like all those types of things. It's just like kind of like a blank slate so that they know what you look like naturally, not like in really heavy makeup or styling or, you know, black and white or whatever, like what your portfolio looks like. So anyways, mouthful life is good right now. Let's just say that. So what, let me take some, let me take a drink of water. Oh my. Caffeine with Jenny. Um, so this is what the episode is going to be. I just realized I didn't start with what this episode is going to be about, which I don't love doing that because how would you know, but you will see the title. So this episode is going to be all about, and I'm sure I will talk about this multiple times because it's very like, 
it's too hard to talk about what I've learned in the last like five years in like 40 minute episode, but I'm going to be talking about like really granular steps of how I am a content creator, a full-time model, own a boutique, also I'm a social media consultant, have a podcast and the systems of like, how the fuck do I do that? Because I am fully aware that like I am a highly functioning person and that not everyone can do this. And I have to be honest with you guys, not every day is beautiful. Like some days I'm having a mental breakdown and like crying that I'm so stressed out and like just cannot handle it. And that's why I take breaks. I do meditation. I go to yoga. I have a lot of fun in my life. I hang out with my friends. I go to dinner. I drink wine and you know, I have a partner. I have close to my family. Like all of these things, like I need to have balance in my life, but I also am recognizing like I'm, I'm a Virgo, I'm a manifesting generator and I drink coffee. <laughs> so it's like, I'm just, I, I recognize that not a lot of people can function like how I do. And I also love to take on like probably more than I can sh- chew, but I feel like at this point in my life, I've created these incredible systems that help me really efficiently and effectively manage all of these businesses and like an important thing I want to say is that do I think that I could be doing a better job yeah sure do I think that maybe my website could look better yeah sure could my Instagram look more put together yeah like there's all these things that will always continually get be getting better but I think it's like you always have to be growing and continuing and advancing and elevating that it's like I'm never, I'm always going to be like changing my mind and, and, you know, up leveling things. So it's like, you just got to do it because it's never going to be perfect. And you're always going to be changing your mind. There's always new trends coming out in terms of design and colors and aesthetics and all these things. So you just, you just got to go for it. And what I share with my clients a lot and how I feel is like I, for a long time was having shiny object syndrome in terms of like the templates that I was using for my brand's Instagrams and things like that. And my website of like the typography I was using and the layout and did I want it to be like really funky and out there and colorful and lots of shapes and a lot going on or did I want it to be like very simple and black and white and like just really clean and I finally got to a place where I was like okay Jenny stop getting so goddamn distracted get off all of the canva like this you know made for you suggestions and just like have your like three templates that you choose from for each business and stick to them because you can change them in the future, but like you need to create this brand recognition for yourself. You, what you want is you want someone to go to your page and within three seconds be like, yep, that's Jenny's because it looks the same every single time the branding is so consistent or the messaging is consistent or the style of photo is consistent, the beat of the music, whatever it is that you do is consistent. So somebody equates that to you. So let's get into it. What I'm going to be talking about today is mostly about how I run my social media and how I make sure that I get content out every single day, how I multi like uh, repurpose my content, how I time batch, and then I'm going to go like really heavily into uh, video content and how I edit that. So the first thing is that how I take my ideas and bring them to life. So I'm just going to get really granular. Again, there is never, I never want to overwhelm. I always like to preface that I have 
several years experience working in social media. Lots of mistakes have been made. Lots of ugly content has been created. Lots and lots of sifting through different platforms that just like, you know, total decision fatigue, you know, just like shiny object syndrome. So if you're not here yet, do not beat yourself up. You have to start somewhere, but I want to try and help save you time and tell you what works for me. So one of the platforms that works really well for me, besides like writing on paper, honestly, I do love like an analog form like that, but that's how a lot of things get lost for me in terms of my ideas because I can't like search in a search bar on a piece of paper and I write a lot of stuff. So I one, I use my notes app a lot. Like I have a bunch of really specific folders in my notes app where I keep ideas, like all my podcast ideas. Like I have a podcast folder and then a folder within that that says episode ideas. And then I write in there. Whether, and you can use like the uh, that feature that they have where you do like little um, check boxes. So you can check them off when you're done. But the platform that I like is called Trello. It's free up until maybe six different like, uh, I forget what they call it, but I guess it's like boards or like, uh, I forget what it's called. But basically I have like different ones for different ideas or businesses. So I have like one for my design business. I have one for Ava the Label. I have one for like, social media content calendar. I have one for content creation ideas um, and so forth. So regardless, that doesn't matter, but like there's only a limited amount of things that you can do with the free plan. But honestly, I think for at least what I use it for, like there's no need for me to be paying for the premium subscription. The only scenario where I was like contemplating it at one point of time was when I was doing a lot of like one-on-one client stuff or trying to offer um, like, pay for services where they would get access to a Trello board and there would be like all this information there because I'm having more boards than are in the free plan. I was maybe going to pay for it, but to start like just for this, like keeping the ideas of what you want to do, this is fine. So I'm going to explain this, but I'm also going to tell you that I do have on my design website. So you, if you go through the attracting abundant, if you want to make it easy, I'll put it in the show notes as well. But if you go to attracting abundance podcast on Instagram, and then it says the podcast by Jennifer Larkin, go there. And then in my um, profile, it says that I'm the founder of like Ava the label and then also Jennifer Larkin design, go to Jennifer Larkin design link in bio goes to like all of the things on my website. And you can sign up for like the Trello board content creation calendar sort of organizer. I forget what I called it off the top of my head. That's where you can get it. It's free. You just have to sign up for the freebie. You'll get in your email. There's like a video of how to walk through it. And this is the exact template that I use to organize all of my ideas for content creation. So that is only for video content as well, just to, you know, clarify. So I have two different ones like within the same board for Reels and TikTok. So I have like the board, like the main card says like TikTok videos or Reels videos. And when I am on Reels and when I'm on TikTok and I have an idea from a video that I see. So I see a video, I like the sound, I like the transition they did, I like the lighting that they did, I like the makeup that they did, it was funny. Like whatever the thing I liked about it, I'm going to copy the link of the TikTok or the reel, going to paste it into the Trello board, and then I'm going to make a note of why I liked the video. 
So like I just said, if it's the sound, why is the sound something that I like? Like, in a, again, I manage a lot of accounts. So I will have different boards that say like ideas for content creation, ideas for a modeling account, ideas for podcasts, ideas for studio, ideas for Ava the Label. Because sometimes also I can multi-use sounds where it's like that could be good for content creation, that could also be good for Ava the Label. And that sound could be great for both things, but they're totally different ideas, like the different text that I'm using is going to be completely different for both videos, but it could be the same exact video, just different text on it. I hope that makes sense. Because the thing about these things, and, and I don't know if this is how everyone is, but I have so many ideas all the time that if I don't make a, a very clear note about why I like the video, in the future, I may completely forget why I saved it. And that happens to me a lot. So that's why making that note is super, super important. And also a feature that I like about the way that like why I like Trello for this is because it's really easy to like drag the cards on the boards. And so basically when I when I did the video, like I completed that video, you can just archive that like card. So it keeps it really nice and organized. You can also like search within the board. So it's just, it's really easy to find. And, and I don't know, I really enjoy it. So go and download that freebie because I think it's incredibly helpful and it's like saved me so much time and energy. And then I also just like, cause in the past I used to like go in TikTok and I would just save sounds hoping that I would like find it again and like find the video. And like, that's never happening. It's lost in abyss at this point. So, but with that being said, TikTok now has like the, favorites feature so you can favorite a video and then you can make a subsequent folder just like instagram has and save a video into a folder the only thing about that which i i use that now like it's very very helpful but the only thing about that is you can't add a note so like you can save something like i said but then you go back and you're like why did i like this i don't remember so that's why i like taking it out and putting it in trello because you can actually add the note so i hope that's helpful um, actually just to get a little more granular of like ideas of like what to name the folders, like I, what I basically do, I'm going to look at my phone really quick to confirm, but what I like to do is like, I will save a video if I like, like the sound. So I have a folder for sound. I have a folder for fashion. So if that's like, um, somebody did a nice transition from like outfit to outfit, I do, um, ones for like makeup and like so on. So that's, Maybe that will help jog some ideas for you. So the next thing is in terms of like planning and scheduling content. So I'm gonna first start with Instagram and then we can go into TikTok cause it's gonna be different. But so I use this platform called Planoly. It can be free. I think with the free plan, you can get one Instagram account and possibly one Pinterest account. I cannot remember cause I have not done the free plan in over two years. But because I manage so many accounts, I think right now I have four accounts on my on my account, like four Instagram accounts on my account. So I manage my modeling account, I manage my content creation account, I manage my podcast, and I manage Ava the Label on there right now. And the reason I don't have the design one on there right now is because when I was in the UK and Germany, I wasn't doing any like consulting stuff. So I wasn't scheduling there. So it's like, I'm not gonna pay for an account I'm not managing but I will probably end up bringing back that fifth account. And I think with the four accounts, it's like $39 a month. And I think I do have like a 10% discount on there from another creator. So if you do wanna use Planoly, let me know in the show notes, I will put my discount codes so you guys can get 10% off for like life. And um, 
I just think it's the best platform out there. Like I've tried Hootsuite, I've heard of Leader, and I just think that Planoly, one, it's a female founded business, which I love. They also give tons of free like advice and um, yeah, advice on Instagram, also in their newsletter, like they're incredible. And I just think it's super user-friendly and it's just such a clean platform. I just, that's, I'm really, that's really important to me, like very easy to navigate. They also have the feature to add in hashtags that you can save so you can put them in like buckets. So what I do is I have different buckets of 10 hashtags each for different ideas. So whether it's like for just like lifestyle or for fashion or for skincare, whatever it is, I have different buckets since you can have a max of 30 hashtags. So I will just switch those up and I and you can just add them right into your caption or add them in the first comment and it's super easy. They now have added features where, thank God, you can now auto schedule carousels and you can also upload videos that will go to reels rather than just on your page. So they're, they're constantly advancing and I just like, I really appreciate that. And spending $40 a month to like have all of this ease in my business is very, very worth it for me. So the process of how I basically schedule all of my images. So I'll go through each brand that I manage. So in terms of the modeling, like that's just modeling photos. And right now I'm not taking that account as seriously because I'm actively working. So if I wasn't actively working, that would be very different. But what I'm basically doing there is I'm posting like really right now, whenever I have time to because I'm trying to build the other brands more. I'll just pull in images that I have and it just depends. Sometimes I'll bring in like a bunch of images at once if I have a bunch or I'll just bring like one in at a time, put in the caption, possibly put hashtags. I usually don't just honestly because I'm being lazy with that account right now and then I'll schedule it out and then it'll like auto post or I'll get like a notification on my phone through the app on my phone to post it when it's time to post. And then you can also do that with videos. Um, recently, I, because I've kind of just been doing like reels on the fly, I will just like post the reel directly to Instagram, but you can schedule reels now. And I've been posting a lot of reels on my modeling account. So then for the content creation, it's very similar, but I usually have way more photos like backlogged for content creation uh, because I'm just constantly taking photos for that more lifestyle and I'm really trying to grow it. So I have like dozens of photos in there right now and other ones I have to go and edit and like go through and sift through all the different images that I took in one outfit. So I'll basically just like, you know, I think I'm for that one right now, I've been scheduling maybe like five days at a time and I post every single day day on there right now, even the weekends. So I will just like go in, I'll basically drag the images around cause you can see the grid and I'll be like, okay, this looks nice together in this format. And then I will put a caption. Sometimes if like I have an image and I'm like, I'm just not feeling inspired by a caption, I will put the caption in like the day of, but usually I will put the caption in since I'm doing five days at a time. Like usually that's enough time for me to like think something up, whether like it's something going on in my life or like whatever to get inspiration from. But sometimes I really just put like emojis or something because this, like Instagram feed photos are just not performing as well because they're really trying to push like these videos and the lives and like all those different features now. So it's like, don't get yourself worked up about all that, you know? Like if something comes from the heart and you wanna like really write something out, like great. Like I know those still perform really well for me, but I'm not gonna like force those if I'm not inspired by them. And then lately, like again, I'm just not feeling inspired by doing hashtags, but 
I'm just, it's honestly just, I'm being lazy and I'm focusing more on reels on Instagram. But if you do want to do the hashtags, you can, you know, put them in autoly, autoly from Planoly and just put them in the caption or you can do it in the first comment. So uh, then for, you know, my other businesses, it's going to look very different. So I guess, I mean, Ava the label varies. Sometimes I do like graphics made in Canva, but you really, a lot of times lately, I've just been doing like UGC content, like user-generated content or pictures I take that I put up. So it's the same exact deal as the two other ones. But if I am doing content that's made in either like Adobe or Canva, this will be done for the other three accounts. So sometimes Ava, 100% the podcast, and then sometimes my design studio. But again, that's sort of on hold right now. So in terms of the podcast, I'm posting podcasts every Tuesday and Thursday. Sometimes I'll post something on Wednesday, like a quote or something, or maybe like I'll do a reel and a cover image of like a picture of me or something, or um, just like kind of a generic on brand, you know, cover image made from Planoly again. So for that, usually what I'll do is I will, and this is just like what's working for me right now with my schedule, like this will probably change in the future as I get busier. But I'm pretty much recording like two episodes the week before the week happens that it's going live. So right after I record an episode, I immediately go and I put it in Anchor. I do the title. I put in like my template of, you know, the whole show notes and everything and all that stuff. I schedule it and then I go immediately into Canva and I take one of the three templates that I have. I put in all of like the notes that I need of like, okay, this is episode 13 and this is like maybe there's a picture or maybe it's like the title of what the episode is I put my little branding of like AAP on the bottom and then the next like carousel is like what is the podcast episode about which is literally just copied and pasted from the show notes from anchor and then I have like a last page that is on every single post that says like if you like this like like share post save whatever and then it has my branding and it's always on brand and again it's like could it be more unique and not be the same template every time? Like, yeah, but I'm not there yet. And I want to like get to a point where I'm just like really consistent with this and I can make money and then I can hire someone to like make it more unique and, and just like more going on. But I just like don't have time for that. So that's really important. So in that case for the podcast, I'm pretty much doing everything at one time. So I'll like make the content, export it, put it into Planoly, put the caption and then schedule it and then it's good to go. And again, haven't really been using hashtags and like, honestly, I probably should for the podcast just because I'm growing, but everything else is like kind of just growing on its own because I'm honestly doing reels like a ton. Like if I, if you can take one thing away from this is like video content is what you should be spending time on right now because the thing is, is like if you have a business, you really should be on social media because it's just a way to meet more people and get more eyes on your business. And you're going to be spending a ton of time on static stuff. So it's like, just spend it on the video content instead. Like, honestly, you do not need to be doing both right now. You like, I'm really more saying that of like, if you're struggling to like have this consistency and get these system down, I would say start with the video content and run with that right now, because that's how you grow faster right now, because that's what's being pushed out to new eyes, because that's just the way that these platforms work is they push out their new features. So... After that, every time that I post something, I put it on my story. So thank God Instagram just put up the feature that you can actually put links up now, even though you don't have 10,000 followers, which 
Like, just such a barrier to entry. I hated that so much. And honestly, TikTok has that barrier to entry right now. It's only a thousand followers, but it's still like, why can't we just all have this feature? Like, it's like the people who are smaller are the ones that need these features more than the people who are bigger. So it just frustrates me. But anyways, I will share things to stories. So this will change from, again, each account. So the content creation and the modeling, for the most part, the modeling is like, I just share the photos so that I make sure that because a lot of times photos get lost in the shuffle nowadays, even though we do have like the new following and favorites tab. So I make sure I put on the story because most people look at the stories first. So if they feel like they want to look at the image closer, the carousel, then they can go and they can look at the image on my feed and like it, comment, whatever. And then for the content creation stuff, I do the same exact thing. Sometimes I might tag something on the story, but rarely, like it's just usually the image. And then stories I really take advantage of. And again, I'm putting way more time into my content creation Instagram right now where I show up on the story and I post about things, you know, I will tag things, I'll put links for things, it just depends. And I'm like always kind of promoting something a little bit, whether it's just like my outfits, my style, what I'm doing that day, where I am, like whatever it might be. And then I love doing like polls for people. It helps like boost your engagement and stuff like that. And just like asking people questions. Like I wanna get closer with my audience and like honestly closer with just like friends on there as well that I don't see all the time. So I like to do polls and like questions and stuff like that. And then for the podcast, this is like very specific where I share every single post and then I also share the podcast episode that I'm promoting from Spotify so that somebody can like click right from the page and it says, listen on Spotify. I have seen and most people, uh, why can't I say that word? S's are so hard for me right now. I don't know what's going on. I actually know what it is. I'll talk about it later. Maybe in another episode, it's about mouth breathing. So, um... Yeah, I think that, god damn, I lost my train of thought, this sharing on the story, and great guys, the mouth breathing threw me off. Anyways, I was sharing on the story of the podcast. Oh yeah, most people listen um, to Spotify for podcasts, so I'm like, okay, that's great, because I don't think that Apple even has that feature. So I just make sure that I put and make it really, really easy for somebody to do an action. Like I don't, I don't want any barrier. I want them to know immediately what's happening. No thought, go listen to the episode. And that's probably it for the podcast right now. I just like share other people's stuff right now just to keep engagement up and be active. And then on Ava, I will post product to my story um, just individually like UGC and stuff. I have created some Canva templates for stories where it's just like our cream background branding with like the logo on the bottom so that when people are clicking through at a rapid pace, if I post UGC, I put the image over that template. So immediately it's like white cream background, Ava the label, they know that this is Ava the label. And then if I'm posting something that somebody shared, I might do the same and then also I do have like my own branded PNGs. I hired this designer, Tatiana Soch, or Tati, and you can go work with her and tell her that I sent you, because that would help me out as well. Thank you so much. She's so talented. She's an illustrator. She does branding. Like she's super multifaceted and she is amazing. She helped me make brand stickers, these PNGs, and then like thank you letters for my brand for, you know, just when I ship out orders and everything and for like influencer uh, PR gifting and stuff like that. So 
yeah, I'll put those on my story and you can just like share them directly on the story. So it just adds a little bit of branding, recognizable. I don't see a lot of people doing that. So I think it's fun and unique and it's eye catching and it's like, okay, yeah, that's Ava the label. And then also I love the feature of like adding the shop page. I need to take a drink of water guys. It's such a mouthful. It's like my mouth is so dry right now and I had a lot of coffee. So the feature, like let's back up a step. If you have a product-based business and that is not just like physical product, like if you have a website and you're like a designer, but you sell a passive product, like a website template or something like anything that you sell online, whether like I'm pretty sure that Instagram like slash Facebook meta can connect to really any website out there. You must connect, like if you do one thing, please, dear God, connect your shop page to your Instagram. As a consumer, that is the only way that I shop things. Like if I find a brand, like if I see an ad or someone's posting about something, I will immediately go to their Instagram, I will immediately go to their shop page and I will save an item. And then when I'm ready to buy something, I will go back to my saved or wish list and I will purchase it from there. So I just think that's like, a must have for people who sell products online or, you know, services or whatever it might be. So, um, where was I going with that? Oh yeah. So because you have the shop page, when you go like, as if you're adding a sticker on your story. So like the top right hand corner is that little like smiley face square, click on that and you can add in a product from your page. So if I'm posting something from my Instagram page and it's obviously a product that I sell, I will always link the product to whatever the product is because someone can shop directly through there. I think about 87% of my sales from Ava the Label come from Instagram. So like take advantage of this. Always, always tag your products when you're posting a product because that is where I get all of my traction from because it's a new feature. Instagram is pushing out shop pages, especially small businesses right now. And that's where I get all of my referrals from like literally almost all of them i think probably the other 20 percent is like my friends that are buying stuff like i'm not kidding so definitely definitely do that um what else do i have so i need more water guys so i was talking about how if you go to my design page i have my website where you can sign up for that freebie and you can get the trello board and things like that so something that saves me a lot of time to like not answer the same question and just have like a streamlined situation where one people can get a hold of me like they can email me directly on my website they can find my instagram they can find my pinterest they can find my tiktok they can find my facebook they can sign up for my newsletter you know they can access those freebies they can see all my services all of those things so essential that's why having a website is so important but it's also like not a necessity when you're starting out. I think Instagram is a great place to start because you can put so much information on it. You can have a link in your bio. You can also start with Linktree. Milkshake is really good. I know people are using Stan right now. That's been really great for people. I just am a website designer. It's easy for me. I wanted it to be branded. I want it to be seamless. So like that's what I did. I also do sell website templates on my Jennifer Larkin design business. Like I actually took down the feature to buy them right now because I just like have not been promoting them. And I'm like, 
I have a podcast, so I should share that more. But again, like that side of my business is just kind of on hold. I'm really focusing on this, but I do sell website templates. So if you are interested in buying one, like let me know, I'll, I will open it back up for you. Or I can just send you an individual invoice or something and we can figure it out. But anyways, the point is that I have a lot of like systems and workflows in place that everything is just so seamless. And I guess the word I'm looking for is like passive where you can click everything on there. It's already there. You don't have to ask me questions. If you want to get the freebie, you can just sign it, sign up for it, put your email. I have a workflow within a platform called Flowdesk, which is like an email newsletter, email marketing system. It's not free. I've heard good things about other companies, but Flowdesk just works for me right now. I don't know if I'll move over. Maybe I will in the future, but right now it works for me. Again, female founded business. I love that. And what you can do is you can set up something called workflows where you have like triggers where you put someone in a group based on a form that you have, which is like where you would sign up. You can embed things in websites. You can like put them in links and stuff like that. So an example is I have, you know, the Trello freebie. So I have a group of people and it's named like Trello freebie. So if somebody like signs up through this link here, which is the form, it will create a action where they will automatically get an email that says like, thank you for signing up for our newsletter. Like here is that free Trello board, you know, yada, yada, yada. Thanks for being here. Like follow us on Instagram if you want to, whatever. And then maybe like 10 days later or something, it'll send an automatic email that says like, how are you enjoying the Trello freebie? Like, do you have any questions? Like here's some other ways to work with me. And this is a seamless process that I learned from Ashley Pollard from her Square One Accelerator course that I had taken that I was talking to you guys about, like the last course that I ended up buying. And she has a, like the most detailed form. It's like a PDF that tells you exactly, I'm like blanking on the, the, the name right now, but like the way that you wanna format this, I can't believe I'm like forgetting the word right now. But the, the way that you want this newsletter format to go, like you have, the first email, then you have the second email, and then you have the last email and exactly what you need in those emails to help you basically like close a sale. So I think she might actually sell that as an individual thing on her website at, at Team AP Consulting. So you should look that up. Um, so yeah, basically it's just that all of these actions are in place so that I don't have to, and again, I mean, this is a little bit of a barrier entry. It's not a free platform. So it's like some other platforms like don't have that for free. Um, but anyways, it, I think it's worth it personally. So that like when someone does that, if they sign up, I don't have to be sitting around and worrying like, oh God, I have to send them the freebie because I got a notice that somebody signed up for this. It just does it automatically. So everything is very passive. Like I've gotten to a place where I try and make as much passive as possible because clearly I'm such a busy person. So like that stuff can be happening when I'm sleeping, you know, or when I'm flying and I don't have my phone. So I think just for my lifestyle, that was like absolutely key and helps me just save so much time. And just like it, it it's efficient. It makes, it makes more use of the day because it's like so much can happen when I'm not able to be in front of my computer. And that's why like having my product-based business, Ava the Label, is so amazing for me because I can make sales when I'm literally asleep. And that's just like, if you can create passive income in that way, game changer. And oh, there's definitely like, again, I think 
once you start looking this stuff up on Instagram, on TikTok, whatever, your algorithm is going to start showing you stuff. You will find people that like have like freebies of content creation ideas, like passive income ideas. Like don't even worry if you're like, what the hell do I even make passive right now or as a freebie? And because it's just like, it's so niche down. But I think, think about if you're struggling, like think about what what do you see in the industry in your niche that like people are not talking about or that people are talking about all the time and people are asking questions about and they don't have the answer. So it could go either way there. Um, and then this is a total like different conversation, but in terms of like Ava the label, I um, obviously, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I've been taking advantage of influencer marketing a lot more and when I first like wanted to start doing this, I was so freaking hesitant because as a content creator and as a model, like I, I know like how much money can be made. And I, I know that like people's time is like super valuable and a lot of effort goes into making content and it's not just this like frivolous thing. So I, I felt like I almost, I had this like block in me where I felt so uncomfortable to ask someone to just do PR like a gifting situation for free, like in exchange for a product, because I was like, I wouldn't really want to do that. Like I want to be paid for my time. I know it takes me a lot of time and effort to make these like videos and take pictures and edit them and all this stuff. So I had this block. So because, you know, I've been in this world of entrepreneurship for like the last two years, I have my design studio. You just inevitably end up connecting with other creatives and designers and virtual assistants and like whatever it might be. So I connected with this girl and I had been following her for a little bit and I really liked what she was doing. And I was like, I, I got to a place where I was, I had a little bit of money saved up and I was like, I really want to hire her. I'm not exactly sure what I want to do, but we ended up talking and I ended up getting to a place where it's like, I really want to hire influencers, but I just like do not, I'm, I don't feel comfortable doing it myself. Like, can you manage this? So she ended up really, really helping me out and making like templates of kind of like how to, message people and then um, made me this like Google sheet of this like really organized place to put in, you know, the date we reach out to the influencer, the name of the influencer, their handle, how many followers they have, like their address, their size of a product, all of like, did they answer? Did they not answer? And then like marking it in like red or in green if they said yes, or if they took the pictures already, or if it was shipped or like all these things that like needed to happen in the system that had to be in place to make it super organized and like it's a template so it's just a plug and play and that helped me so much and in the beginning like as I was really trying to grow and honestly was like just too scattered and doing too much at one time and not systems in place she would reach out to these influencers we did it like for a bunch of people some people it didn't work out with some people it did so we just started doing it and getting comfortable then I got to a place where I was like, honestly, I can handle this now because I have this format. Like, I don't need your help anymore. But like, she helped me so much to get started. So it was amazing. And I was super grateful. And then it was like this weird thing happened overnight where like, I'm not kidding. Like overnight, I started getting like 12 DMs a day from these like, you know, new starting out from like maybe a thousand to 2000 follower, like very, very nano influencers that were like, Hey, like, I love your product. I saw that you sell these like sweatshirts. I would love to promote them or, you know, whatever the pitch might be. And I was like, what is going on? Like, I swear to God, it was like this manifestation, like 
put out into the universe, get it back tenfold sort of situation. And this happened like right before I went to Germany. So I was like literally away for two months when this all happened. And in the beginning, I think I, I think I might've <laughs> like, I'm not going to say it just for purposes of being kind of like not giving you every single information from my brain, but I like maxed out my PR like immediately. Like I was saying yes to everyone in the beginning because I was like, oh my God, yes. Like, okay, they take really good photos. They live by the beach or they do this. And like, oh, I just love all of these. Like, this is going to be so great. And then I got to a place where it's like, oh my God, I'm literally getting like 15 messages a day at this point. Like I cannot obviously keep saying yes to everyone or we'll go bankrupt in two seconds. So I had to get really, really, you know, picky. And I started making like a wait list to be on my PR list, which is like, are you kidding me? Like, that's crazy. Like I literally grew like 400 followers in like a month. Like I was like, what is going on? And guys, I'm attributing this to the shop page. I'm telling you right now, the ROI that I'm getting from one, the influencer campaigns, but just from looking at my analytics, it's 100% more from the shop page because it is getting pushed out to people from all of my like made to order Ava label exclusive sweatshirts. I have three, three sweatshirts or actually four sweatshirts that are selling like hotcakes. Like every single day I'm selling one and everyone's telling me like, oh yeah, I saw it on my shop page. Like my explore shop page, it recommended your brand or whatever. And I can see from the analytics of like how many people save it, how many people visit my website, how many people visit my profile. And it's like hundreds. And the thing that it's cool to watch what happens is it continually is pushing it. Like I have posts that continually keep getting likes on it, even though they're months old, because like those pictures are associated to that product. So people are liking that post. So it just, it's honestly wild. So I think that's just, I guess the point is like, we don't all have money to hire someone, but if you can create like a system and a worksheet that is just like a plug and play, it will save you so much time in the future. Like, yes, it might take you a lot of time to make it at first, but it will save you so much time in the future. And you'll just keep getting like, you'll make it, you'll make tweaks to it. It'll get better. It'll be easier to like, it'll be just more second nature to fill it out. You also might add some, you know, different columns or features or whatever as maybe get better at, you know, Google Sheets or Excel. <laughs> it's like so funny. Like I call it like Google Sheets now instead of Excel because I don't use Excel. I use Google Sheets. It's crazy how much Google has like taken over. Same with like, you know, Google Docs and Drive and all that stuff. But so anyways, the next thing is that if I can time batch, I will. So of course that my life changes every single day. Some days I have plans and then I have to like fly to LA or, you know, whatever it might be. Sometimes like things just come up. Like, you know, I talk about all the time. I got the freaking casting for the thing in New York the other day, like the night before. So I'm like, well, shit, all my plans are out the window for tomorrow. But with that being said, I try my best. I really work in the like, t write down the top three things that must get done for the day and go from there sort of thing. But I do that for the weeks as well. So I have to, I write down on this like planner that I have that is like must get done for the week. And then I kind of spread that out throughout, you know, the days and push off things that really, really can get pushed off if something comes up, like if I have to go to New York for the day. But that being said also, like if I one day, like say today, I had plans, it ran over and then I got home and I still had so much energy. Like I've already recorded a podcast episode today. This is the second one I've recorded today because it's like, I'm just, I have the energy, I have the ideas, so I'm gonna run with it because not every day I'm in the mood to do this. Not every day I'm, 
in the mood to show up on camera. So it's like, if I have an idea for a TikTok, I'm just gonna record it right in the moment. Sometimes I don't feel that way. Sometimes like I'll save the sound and do the whole Trello, you know, favoriting thing like I talked about in the beginning. But if I'm inspired in the moment, I'm just gonna do it. Even if it's just recording it right then and there and going back and like editing it or adding text or whatever it might be. Like, I just think one, taking the inspiration right then and there, just running with it. Don't let it like, you know, just don't put it off. You know, if you're really just like feeling energized because you never know how you'll feel tomorrow. Um, but then also like taking breaks and like, you know, listen to your body, of course. But I just think when we can batch as much as we can at one time, it will end up, I think, in my opinion, decreasing burnout, at least prolonging that burnout to happen because you're like in that same energy and then you can like, it gives you more opportunity to take breaks because I think I said this before, but like an example is like Mondays are for admin. Like I'm going to check emails all day. You know, if I end up finishing, maybe I'll get to something from for Tuesday or, you know, maybe it's just the rest of the day is free time. Maybe I'll go on a walk. Maybe I'll go to the gym. Maybe I'll go out to dinner, like whatever it might be. Tuesday is for podcast recording. You know, if I get through all the podcasts, maybe I'll record another one or maybe I'll do extra for again. Fun day. And then so on and so on. And then once you get to Friday, that's just like the rest of the stuff you had to do. So if you're done by 12, you're like, amazing. I have the rest of the day to myself. So it's like you end up having breaks in your life that just are sort of natural. Um, and but with being that being said, in terms of time batching, I haven't really been using this lately because honestly, because of the way my schedule has been structured lately, I've been able to take a lot more breaks in terms of like, okay, I really know that I want to get two podcast episodes recorded today before I get my hair done. So like, that's what I'm doing. And then I'm getting out of here. So like, I only have so much finite time. But in the past, and like, I'm sure will happen again in the future is I will use one, I have a physical time cube that I got on Amazon. I would really love to find like a small business that sells these. So I'll try and find one. But that's really great. So that even if I like set it for 30 minutes and I go over the 30 minutes, it's still kind of putting this like tick in my head of like, okay, Johnny, you just did that for an hour. You thought it was going to take 30 minutes. It's actually going to take you an hour. So that's good for multiple reasons. One, it's just good to know like how much does a task like take you in general. And then it's also good for like, if you're a content creator of like, actually Matt, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like making note of how long, like taking uh, like the whole process of creating for a brand is because that will help you know, like how much your time is worth. Because if something's taking you two hours that you initially quoted, that would take you an hour. That's very important to know because you need to charge more money next time. And it's also really good to know for outsourcing of like, okay, maybe this task is taking me two hours. This is a waste of my time. I need to outsource this because it's taking me way too long and someone could probably be doing it in an hour. And yeah, I think it's just, and it's like, it's like being on your phone. It's like when you have like the time limit and it keeps popping up on TikTok and it's like, oh, well, you've been locked out. Do you want to like enter your passcode? It's like, Yes, I could just enter the passcode, but it's good to know like, okay, I've done that like twice now. So it's like, I should probably get off, you know? So it's just like making that mental note and that conditioning and like just awareness of what's going on. Oh my gosh, this is getting long, but it's okay. I hope that you guys like it. And I, I feel like it's just so much information. I guess I could have broken up in parts, but like it is what it is at this point. I'm almost done. I need more water though.
So go, go drink some water while I drink some water. Okay, so we're going to get into Pinterest next. So Pinterest, if you guys don't know, is one of the most underrated social media platforms out there, in my opinion. It is a search engine, guys. I get orders from Pinterest every single week for my business. I have the biggest um, reach on Pinterest out of all my social platforms right now. I get an average of 200,000 monthly views a month. I have maybe only 100 followers on there, so that clearly does not matter. And it's very different than all the other platforms. Because, I mean, TikTok is a little different, like these reels and situations. And like, if you have like a product tag, like I just said, it's a little different, like things are changing. But with Pinterest, the lifespan of a piece of content is so much longer than like on Instagram, like a static post. Because you can have something that does really well for like literally years, or maybe it doesn't do well and then it comes back around for some reason and then it like explodes. And that's why you get like people to work with you and sign clients on and, and you know, buy your products and, and all the, or maybe find your Instagram because like, f- let me give a couple examples of Tatiana Soch, who I was talking about before. Majority of her business, at least in the beginning from my knowledge, came from Pinterest because she's posting all of her work. It's incredibly aesthetically pleasing. People are saving it. It links directly to her Instagram or her website. And then people are like, well, I want to work with her. So that's where they find her. And then content creators, uh, one off the top of my head, her name is Haley Ivers. She has like, I think several hundred, if not a million views a month on Pinterest. And that's where she gets a lot of eyes on like her video content because she does like these styling videos and then people follow her on TikTok from there or follow her on Instagram from there or she has a website where she sells like a media kit template or like how to pitch to brands, you know, course or whatever or like workbook. And then there's like another uh, content creator that I follow. I think her name's Jamie. I forget her last name, but I really like the way that she styles her clothes and like the way she takes pictures. She likes film photography. So I found her from Pinterest and now I follow her on all platforms. So it's like, you have to think of yourself as a consumer. Also Pinterest now has like shopping features. So you can like tag products or, you know, have your shop attached. Like my shop is attached to my Pinterest and that made my views go exponentially higher, like over a hundred thousand views overnight because I put my shop page on there. And it's like, you have to go through some hoops, you have to get approved, all the things, but it's so worth it, especially if you have a product-based business. But like I just said, it's not exclusive to that because, you know, I have it, I'm talking about a designer, an illustrator, brand, you know, a brand or a graphic designer. I'm like, I literally went to graphic design school and I know how to do branding and I don't know how to talk about it. Like what's wrong with me? But yeah, and then content creators, like it's not just like exclusive. And also like I put my Pinterest, my, I mean, sorry, my, my podcast stuff on there. Like I repurpose every single piece of my content on Pinterest and the idea of idea pins, which are basically stories. And it basically acts as like a TikTok feed with that sort of stuff. So it's just a lot of eyes on your account. And then I do, you know, just normal, like static feed sort of posts on Pinterest where I can put all the like SEO friendly stuff. And then I can put the link to whether it's like my website, my podcast episode, my TikToks, like whatever I'm trying to whatever call to action I'm trying to have, incredibly underrated to put everything on Pinterest. If you wanna start out and be lazy, you can also share it directly from Instagram. I have heard many conflicting things about this, but I do really, really well with my posts that I post right from Instagram. Even though they're not in the formatting of a Pinterest, meaning like the dimensions, I have seen more return on some of those. So I think it's kind of, 
there's not a lot of rhyme or rhythm to a lot of things on social media. So I think if you want to be a lazy girl like me in the beginning, just do that to start and just get make it a habit. You know what I'm saying? Before you do all this stuff that is time consuming. But once you have the system in place, it's it's just second nature. And then, oh my God, I'm like realizing how long this is. And I'm like, there's so much to talk about. But I wanted to talk about, I'm almost like, should I make another video? But no, I'm just going to continue about saving content from TikTok and repurposing it on Reels and vice versa. So the first thing I'm going to talk about is transferring from TikTok to Reels. This is what I have found myself doing the most of lately, just because I think one, most trends start on TikTok. Also, there's better sounds in my opinion. I think the quality is better and... What else? I think that's, I think the editing is easier and it's easier to save it and the quality doesn't get compressed like on reels. So how I have gotten around doing the watermark, like getting rid of the watermark, they have caught on to some of the ways that people have done them in the past, but you can buy an app called Save Talk. I think it's maybe like $3 a week or something but it's worth it. Like if you're trying to do content creation for your job, it's worth it to have these images that don't get compressed and really screw up the quality of your videos so that one, you just have your videos. Like they're not on TikTok and lost on TikTok. So you have them if you wanna like send them to a brand if they ask for UGC and then you're like, well shit, it's on TikTok. I don't know how to get it off. Like they can, you know, then you can send them the video and then also you can repurpose it on Pinterest this way, you can repurpose it on Reels this way, you can put it on your website. Like there's so many different things that you could do without having the watermark on it. I just think it's it's crucial at this point. And uh, that if you do it that way, it also pulls the sound out. So the thing about going from Reels on Instagram to TikTok is that they do not let you save the video like without the watermark and everything with the sound. So I have not found a platform where you can um, pay to, you know, put the link in and it downloads it without the watermark, but you just like pay for this app. But the way that you can go around it, it might be a little tricky for me to explain verbally, but I can make a reel about it with like a voiceover and everything. What you're going to do is you're going to make the reel, edit it, all the things, save it before you post it, but you're going to save it without the audio. Then you're going to post the video and then you are going to go on your phone and you're going to pull down on the screen or pull up whatever phone you have and you're going to press that record button. And when you hold the record button down, it says microphone off or microphone on. You want to make sure that the microphone is on. When that happens, the microphone will be red. That means it's on. And then you're going to press that like bullseye button and it's gonna count down to one from like three to one and it's gonna screen record your screen. And what you wanna do is you wanna be completely silent, like as little noise as you can make while it's screen recording your screen because it's going to also screen record the audio. And then once you have that video, you're gonna trim it to make it, you know, the length of the actual video. So go to your camera roll, press edit, and then you're gonna toggle and trim in this like, yellow, you know, bar rectangle around the whole video is going to come up. You're going to trim it to the time 
where, you know, you start recording and then same at the end. And then you're going to bring it into a platform. My platform of choice is InShot. I know a lot of people talk about Splice, but Splice is actually $20 more a year. So I think self-explanatory, like InShot is still an amazing platform. It has all the same features for $49.99 a year. Very, very worth it. I use this app every single day. It's just, again, it's an investment in your business if you wanna take this seriously. So you're gonna import that video that you just screen recorded into InShot. And then you're going to press new. So yeah, this is how you do it. Press new, pull that video in, and then you're gonna click on the video and then you're gonna click on music, which is the second choice to the right of Canvas. And then you're gonna click on it, it's like purple, it comes up, and then you're gonna extract the audio. And then you're gonna press this red plus button and video slash photo and bring in the video that you saved earlier from Instagram that you know you saved without the audio. And then what you're gonna do is you're going to press music again and you're gonna make sure that the audio lines up and it's like purple audio over like blue kind of like, mm, it doesn't really matter. You're just gonna pull that audio so that it lines up with that video that you just saved and then press the check mark. And then you're gonna go over to the video where you screen recorded, like the one that we're not using and you're gonna delete that. Why you do it that way is because you want to make sure that the video that you actually want over this audio that you screen recorded is lined up perfectly because if you delete the origin, original video first, it automatically deletes that audio that we just pulled out. So once you do that, you're gonna make sure that everything's lined up perfectly with like the timing. So just making sure that you know everything's trimmed to the right place of the actual video that you wanted to save to the audio. And then you're just gonna export it. So you export it and the resolution should be 4K and just save it. And then that's when you're gonna, and the reason why you would be doing something from Instagram to, to TikTok is because like there's a sound on Instagram that you cannot find on TikTok. That's like really the only reason you should be doing this. But then you can open up TikTok, you can upload that video directly to TikTok. And yes, it's not gonna be like a viral song from TikTok, but it doesn't really matter because they can both translate and it's not like you must have a trending sound to like blow up on TikTok. Like I know some people say that, but that's just like, your video is gonna do well, like if it's gonna do well. Like there's, again, it's like kind of one of those, like there's no rhyme or rhythm sometimes when like some videos do better than others. So don't worry about that. We just want that sound over there. Um, and yeah, that's that's really like that more difficult way that I do that. It's like a lot of screen recording, pulling in the text, what what have it. What What is that saying? That doesn't sound right. Anyways, the next thing that I wanna get into in terms of like why I would use InShot is from TikTok to InShot, back to TikTok and also Reels. So if you see videos where it's like very, very specifically lined up videos to like a beat of a song or there's like a ton of clips. Like there's a lot of trending ones right now, like the one where like you have your MacBook and you're pressing the, you know, the space bar and it's like going black. And then it's like, you know, like an example would be like what a life as a model looks like. And I'm like pressing it. And then it's like all my modeling photos, which like, honestly, I really want to do that, but I just do not have the patience to make that video right now. So anyways, what you're going to do is you're going to Fine, like if you see that video, you've saved it on the Instagram or the TikTok page. You're gonna go to on the like right side, you have like the person's picture, the heart, the comment, and then like the send button. 
and then you're just gonna save that video. We don't care about the watermark, we don't care about anything, and then you're gonna open up InShot again, and you're just going to do the same exact process. So you're gonna press new, you're gonna import that video that you just saved, and then you're gonna extract that audio, doing the music, extract, all that good stuff, and then you're going to use that sound to line up all of the things that you wanna do to that sound. The reason why we do this is because it's so much easier to edit this like short form content in another platform because annoyingly TikTok limits you to cropping things to only 0.5 seconds and sometimes you only need something for like 0.1 second or like 0.05 seconds. So that's how we do this. And then you can like zoom in closer on these sort of things to like make really, really minor changes to like the length of something. And then what you're going to do is, again, you're going to do the whole thing where like you add all of the content in and then you delete the original video so you don't lose any of that audio. And then you're going to, again, export it 4K resolution, pull that into TikTok, make sure that you save that original sound from that video that you, you know, brought into InShot and saved. And you're going to use that sound and then you're going to upload that video in using that sound and then make sure that when you're toggling the sound, you turn off your original sound and just use that trending sound that's on TikTok. So I really, really hope that that made sense. I know it was like so much information and uh, this is, again, like when I'm recording, I don't see the time. It's like in seconds, I guess, not in minutes. So I really, this is probably over an hour. I'm pretty much, I'm assuming, but I really think this is worth it. Like, I think if you're really trying to do this, I know that having someone that gives you really granular advice about this sort of stuff and something that like works for me is really like, there's no value on it. Like I could have just made this into an entire course, but I just like have no desire to do that. And I think the barriers to entry of like being a content creator, being a small business owner, all these things are just way too big. And like, I also gave you a bunch of advice that is for not for free. Like the Planoly is not free, Flowdesk isn't free, you know, InShot isn't free, all of these, like the Save Talk isn't free. So it's like, that's already over a hundred dollars a month. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'd rather just like, here you go. Just use my affiliate links, guys. That's all I ask of you. Write reviews for me. Go to Victoria Rogio Beauty, get a facial, tell her I went, you know, tell Tatiana I sent you and you know, buy the products, sign up for my freebies, use my Trello board, just support me. That's all I ask. You know, I'm trying to grow a community. I really care about people. I'm really, really passionate about helping other people grow and efficiently run their small businesses because it's really fucking hard. And if you don't have people to look up to, if you don't have a community, it's even harder. If you don't have a huge support system, like I'm here for you. If you have questions, I'm always open to emails. I'm always open to making another podcast episode about very specific questions that you guys have. So please shoot them my way. I would be so happy to make episodes about them, blog posts, whatever it might be. So thank you guys so much for being here. As always, if you want to follow us at Attracting Abundance Podcast on Instagram, A Abundance Podcast on TikTok, at Jennifer, the Jennifer Lynn Larkin on Instagram for my content creation, at Jennifer underscore Larkin underscore for my modeling stuff and at Jennifer Larkin underscore on TikTok. Please leave us a review on Spotify. You can just press the stars. Hopefully it's five stars or you can leave a full review on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. I would love that so much as we're growing. So thank you guys so, so much for being here as always. Love you. See you next time. Get up, get down.
This episode is brought to you by Ava the Label. Ava the Label is my sustainable boutique and it is basically a one-stop shop for a bunch of different sustainable products. I have products like Woven that makes active wear from reusable water bottles to soy candles and so much more. My best-selling product right now is my customs hoodie and it says like protect your energy on it on the back of the smiley face. I have that in a pink and a light blue. So you can get 15% off anything on the website. You just have to purchase at least one thing and you can only use it one time and it cannot be combined with other offers. So use Jenny15 for 15% off the entire site. This episode is brought to you by Ava the Label. Ava the Label is my sustainable boutique and it is basically a one-stop shop for a bunch of different sustainable products. I have products like Woven that makes active wear from reusable water bottles to soy candles and so much more. My best-selling product right now is my customs hoodie and it says like protect your energy on it on the back of the smiley face. I have that in a pink and a light blue. So you can get 15% off anything on the website. You just have to purchase at least one thing and you can only use it one time and it cannot be combined with other offers. So use Jenny15 for 15% off the entire site.